Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ivor, are you having a fun time so far? Yes, I'm having an excellent time. Um, you are. Have you, you know, done many podcasts? I've done a few. I, I always enjoy them. Which is your favourite so far? Oh, um, not this one. No, <laughs> this one. It, it's, it's been a roller coaster. Um, uh, it's certainly had a lot more risky moments uh, than some of the other tame. We like uh, to call things. it comedy. Yeah, yeah. Of course, <laughs> pushing the pushing the envelope from our incredibly safe position. But but Ivo, what this is? What do you prefer? Do you prefer the ones that you do, which are more structured, or the ones that have no structure, <laughs> or ones like this with no structure whatsoever? No, I think there has been there has been an attempt at structure. Jamie has tried to keep moving things along uh, in a in a very narratively yeah. um, uh, sort of chronological way. You and I have had exactly the same life, so that, yeah. that sort of um, you know evens itself out quite nicely. We had uh, that that little quiz, um, so there's there's been a structure to. So I, what was your dad doing in Japan actually? Um, he was working uh, in uh, the financial sector. So so is my dad. Yeah, yes. bank. Hello everyone, welcome back to part two of Private Parts. Uh, we are still joined with Ivo Graham. Hey Ivo. Hello Jamie. Um, Do you know you guys have something else in common? What? Oh. That uh, so you're both very tall. Ah. And you have small penises. Ah, uh, yes. In my case, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. But except you're quite short. Well, I, I don't understand. What I don't is that a joke or is that? Yeah, it's. it's I wanted. I wanted to uh, oh, prompt Ivo to talk about his his uh, hmm. speech at the Oxford Union. I wondered oh, if that was. Oh, I this is okay. I had no going. idea where you're going with this. Okay, interesting. Okay, what happened at the Oxford Union? Um, I had to give uh, a talk uh, at. Uh, the, the, the Oxford Union, there's a comedy debate every year where they get people, of, usually from the world of, of comedy, um, either who are at the uni or used to go uh, to come and talk about like a silly theme. And so I did it and the theme was size doesn't matter. And I think I was arguing that size didn't matter. And I started my speech in the historic building of the Oxford Union by saying, my name's Ivor Graham and I'm a tall man with a small penis. Yeah. And it felt electric to say. <laughs> yeah. From there on, you're like, I've like, got him. I was rock hard, not that anyone could tell. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was very, very exciting. Um, and uh, I can't really remember what else I uh, do you, said. Do you, get given your, do you get given your topic before you arrive? You do get given your topic because I did another one uh, at Cambridge about a year later with your old uh, partner in Chelsea, uh, Ollie Locke. Uh-huh, so, this uh-huh. is, so this is funny, right? So I Fingers remember, crossed. so I did one at... Uh, so, <laughs> we so, say that every single time we start the podcast. So, uh, so this is something funny. <laughs> so Ollie Locke w- once asked me, he said, oh, this was, uh, this was age ago. He said, oh, uh, Cambridge, Cambridge Union would like you to come and do this debate, mm. right? And I was like, oh, okay. So, so, so they gave me a call, blah, blah, blah. And they said, oh, yes, Ollie told you about it. And I was like, yeah, that's a debate. And they said, and they gave, I can't remember what the motion was. Like, it's, it, it, was, it wasn't an obviously comedy debate. And right. I was like, okay, well, they just want me to go do a debate. Right. <laughs> so I turn up with this, this kind of <laughs> serious, really serious, serious debate. <laughs> and it's like, and I started and I was like, this is not going down well. <laughs> Quite dry. 
Yeah, this is all a bit dry. So eventually, because I then I just like rambled. Ollie Locke just laughing in the corner, knowing what he had done. He had fooled you. Yeah, then and then and then I was like, I rambled on for a bit and then sat down and I was like, oh my god, I wish I'd known it was comedy. But then I I actually did another comedy one, which actually was funny because I knew it was a comedy one. But Cambridge. But it's interesting though, right? So because you said you started comedy at Oxford, but you must have been interested in it before because you because you must have gone like. There must be a point where we went, I'm kind of funny, I can kind of do this. Or what was it? Or did you just find things funny? The and you funny Australian talk- kid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, New South Wales. <laughs> I, was, I was in the state joking team. <laughs> Back at Eton, gagging for the seas. Um, I was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I I think I don't know I, I watched a lot of comedy it was such a way to be popular at school was being funny but, so it was about popularity well, but but I but like the, the die was cast quite early at school for who was popular or not I, I felt like there was a structure and a hierarchy that it was difficult to move too much up and down in do you know what I mean like yeah you know, I get it but that's but that's probably because of your um, and I could be completely wrong but that's probably because of your be, you being self-aware and self-conscious so therefore you didn't feel like you could you can push your way to the top if you really want to but the fact that you felt probably felt self-conscious maybe. meant you didn't go to the top and felt like it maybe might look a bit desperate exactly um, particularly given that I didn't have any of the old, old Summerfield gang had moved on <laughs> um, that you know maybe a couple of them could have thrown thrown a rope ladder down <laughs> but I didn't um, so, but but so but you'd see other people being funny in class and you go I, I and you'd think of like I could do that yeah. so, but 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 I couldn't do it here because even if I said it they wouldn't laugh because because the the dynamics yeah this is because it's just not no no but, it's all wrong yeah but Ivor that's but so you, funny you say that I'm sorry to cut you off but I spoke because that's why you, you still feel that way well no I spoke to a guy actually uh, who's a comedian who you may know and I can't remember his name <laughs> great <laughs> stuff. yeah but you'll know who he is because right. <laughs> I can't remember him <laughs> <laughs> so he's one of your gang, right? <laughs> but he is—he was—he went out with Dolly Alderton for a while. Yes, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's a really, really nice guy. And mm. I sat with him on a bus. And we did uh, drunk history together. Um, and he said, "It's so interesting about comedians because a lot of comedians aren't uh, aren't necessarily the ones who are outspoken and loud in the class being funny, but the ones that will sit in the class and go, oh, I could say that and make it funnier.' And, and, and that's you plan what it in your head. And you plan it in your head, which mm. is really interesting way to think of comedy." Well, it means that you're not really living in the moment, but you're, you're, you feel like you're just prepping. You're just yeah. <laughs> quietly prepping for an opportunity that may never come to like unleash all of these and things. And then you, you, you eventually get so sick and tired of the opportunity not coming that you book a stage. Yeah, exactly. So that people and don't go, have a choice. Yeah. But I remember there was such a... I remember watching... And this is uh, such a vivid memory um, and, and quite a self-serving one because I've now had the good fortune to be on the show. But I remember watching Mock the Week in, yeah. in our student common room at Eton. And it, like, not that I was doing this on, on the regs, but at one point I thought of a funny quip and then... <laughs> and, and wrote in saying, you should have said this. <laughs> Dear Mr. O'Brien, while you're doing an absolutely adequate job as it stands, I, a boy with no friends at Eton, would love to nominate myself to suggest a couple of extra quips. <laughs> because my brain is active. I've... I can't quite find the right moment to do it, but I feel like this is the moment. Hypothetically, I'm the funniest guy in my school. (laughs) (laughs) I have no no evidence to prove it, but in my head, I'm smashing it every single day. 
Um, but um, right, send, uh, dear Mr. Fry. Uh, I, so I thought that, but I thought of it, and then Andy Parsons or someone said it, and everyone in the common room laughed. And I thought, I, I, literally, I literally thought a version of that same joke. I like, oh. one, one day, but you think, I'll just wait. And then going to uni, it was all new people. And I had, there were, I had some very supportive friends from outside of school who my holidays, maybe when you were sort of 16, 17, yeah. I was like, we, we were a funnier gang. I was like, yeah, I, can, I can do it a bit. Because you could hold the, the table in a sense with these people. You could hold, <laughs> you could, you could hold that position though, right? Exactly. Because, um, because what's it, but it's interesting though because especially and this is I have I mean I have there are lots of positives about going to a a privately educated uh, sort of situation privately educated school <laughs> situation. <laughs> God, I really fucked myself today. Um, That's disgusting. <laughs> but, but it is. It's true. And there's lots of positive minds going to to a private school. Um, but but a lot of the a lot of the negatives are that it does to to and this is such not private school but this is you know it's particularly in private schools you're all living together but it sort of happens in schools that the people with a lot of potential sometimes don't rise to the surface because it's not cool to to be that person what was <coughs> cool at school is if you're tall and good looking loud sporty those kind of things make you that cool. was your type <laughs> that was my t- yeah but it does but so so people like yourself who are incredibly talented and have that don't really rise to the surface but therefore have to find the confidence somewhere else in order to follow what they actually know they can do which is i guess at, at university then you can kind of reinvent yourself it was the reinvention it was at, like i'll at, get another chance like, i'm going to be the popular funny guy yeah but also i mean you have to you, and, and friends you have to remember that you we were in very fortunate situations where and i don't have to remind you but we do know this they're in fortunate situations where we, we you were able to go to university you were able to do those things but some people have to go and work in the local supermarket in order to work, mm. help the family and they can't do those things so we're never actually going to fulfill what they potentially have within them yes which is unfair or it's more or a bigger risk mm-hmm. yeah i uh but it's just hard because I, I i don't want to fuck him I, <laughs> yeah, I, i'm glad you said it Jamie, because i was on the verge if you if, if you want to do comedy don't go to a supermarket because you just won't be able to fulfill your potential from there. Um, I um, <laughs> I think I don't want to keep like sort of stressing this, but no, it's interesting. I, I do though, it's really interesting. Get, I, I don't want to be like, oh, I was I had a tough time at school, and so I didn't get to sort of explore my potential because I think the thing because you're really milking it is I just feel like I'm milking it a little <laughs> no, bit, Jamie. I, I um I think that what people say about schools, particularly like Eton, is they they do tr- you know they're very good at instilling confidence in their boys, and it doesn't necessarily mean that that will come out as like popularity and confidence at the time. But I still think that even though there was a bit of a delay between me thinking that I could do it and actually doing it later on, I still think that without so many of the things that the school gave me, even though I might have felt a bit like sort of trapped and invisible at the time, I wouldn't have had the confidence to do it. Because it gives you, yeah. you know, you're trained yeah. in public, you do public speaking at school, you you know, you've given yeah. like lots of things that I use in my comedy, like, you know, you, you, a good education, a good vocabulary, you get that sense of, and for better and worse, entitlement that yeah. people associate with, you know, public school boys. So I think it was a reaction against not really feeling like I was the king of the castle at school, but I think I still feel like I was, you know, that, that Eton contributed to it in a good way as well. Do you, do you feel um, that because you went to Eton and you're a comedian, you kind of have to address that? Or is there a point in your career where you'll feel like, well, I don't need to talk about that anymore because now it's, you know, now... Is, 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 do Are you, you saying you're as in ashamed of... No, no, as in... Because in, in a lot of your acts, you do talk about it. It's mm. like you address, you know, it, it, almost immediately when you're... When you, uh, you know, I, I, I've seen a few of your things, 
but but I assume it's a sort of regular thing. That you yeah, do I or? guess so, and it has been for a while now. And it, I think I'm getting to the point where I've done it now, and yeah. I, and I need to um, get some new stuff. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not saying <laughs> that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I wasn't saying. Hey, it's, it's a bit tropey. I think. watched uh, watched a few of your <laughs> clips. Uh, basically, just one clip uh, of Renaud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, I think you feel like it's it's interesting, and there's like yeah. it's it's the it's a sort of it's a thing that's unique to you, and that it's a good challenge to try and talk about it for the first few years I didn't talk about it I talked about going to an all boys boarding yeah. school but I didn't uh, drop the e-bomb as people say uh-huh. um, no one says that but <laughs> as, as Francis well, drops in every weekend if you know what I mean oh, very nice. <laughs> we, live in a, we live in a city with a, a vibrant nightlife so <laughs> you'd be a fool not to and I'd like to come please um, hey everyone we're going to come back with private parts in just one second just after this Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There we go. Now let's get back into it. <laughs> but what's it? Okay, I mean, also, there's, so you, you've got to university. You've gained this kind of new, not new confidence, but you've gained this kind of new persona because you can be anything you want at university. When was that moment where you were like, right, I'm actually going to go and try and do this thing that I've been saying to the television and thinking in my head so long? <laughs> <laughs> when am I going to do all the thoughts in my head? When am I going to go and do this? Actually, Dara's do- still not replied. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> Because surely you must have thought you probably didn't. You must have thought oh, I can go and write for somebody else. That's what you must have thought. Why don't you go and write? Uh, I guess so. Well, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't. Have, I, I'd have liked to do that, and and that's a big part of my job now is sure. I'll write for other people sometimes. Be one of the glory. Yeah, I think the so. Feedback. Well, and also there wasn't really like. I suppose there are ways in which when you, you start out, you can imagine writing for other people. Like there was a sketch um, thing at Oxford called the Oxford Review. Mm. I think that was my first thing was I tried to write sketches for that. But you still thought I'll probably be I'll be one of the people performing them. But also, if you've got a good joke, it's like if it's a good joke, you want you Let want to be the, you want to be yes. the one to, to yes. share it with people. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> You're, Francis, you're bang on. Why would you give the give the glory to and someone also, else? And also, let's—I I don't know if this is the, the the elephant in the room, but uh, you've started doing stand up. Is that right? Well, I've done a few op- open mics. Would you like to keep? Would you have like you? to keep well, on your Where hat? have I been when you're doing this? I haven't watched these. Well, just just a few. How did you know that? Because uh, because you did one at Always Be Comedy uh, at oh, the yes. comedy yeah, club yeah, in yeah, Kennington, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a, a great club. You did yes, this recently. Recently. Oh yeah, yeah. no. Well, when did you do it? The other day. Really? Well, that's you didn't tell me. Congrats! Why don't you tell me this stuff? Well, I, I, can't I haven't believe really, I've haven't really told anyone. This. Yeah, this is insane. But was it good? How did it go down? Uh, when did some of it went down, all right. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yo, how what, did it... what are you doing? So I'm just taking a video of us while we're just casually talking. Just relax. I want to hear about this? Don't <laughs> you worry. Don't want to hear about. It. You want to put it in an Instagram? Yeah, story. I'm going to. Ivy, just continue talking. So what you did? So was it nerve wracking? Was it okay? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just taking an Instagram because we're here. Yes. All right, hello. Hello. Hello, good. Um, was it okay? Was it nerve-wracking? It's my biggest secret. Well, Ivy, you I just... well Francis, I didn't... Why is that your biggest secret? Well, no, I just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm new to it. You two are thick as thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I'm embarrassed because 
I respect how much you would want because I didn't tell anyone that I was doing it for the first few times because you want to sort of hone it in private yeah. and then invite your friends to like exactly. dig, dig five yeah, or yeah. six. Yeah, yeah, now you've thrown me under the bus. No, no. But, but, but I also, but do you know what? And I'm going to give this to Francis. Francis is, um, he is incredibly funny and he does have that because I think you definitely have... You know, for example, like myself, I I'm I can be funny, right? But there's a different way to be doing that, having stand-up funny, and just being naturally funny. And mm. I don't think I could probably grasp the sense of stand-up if I tried it. Um, but I'm super. I'm sure you could. No, I probably could. But I'm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm super. But, but no. But honestly, France, I think so this is charitable. so. Nice. I'm super proud of you, buddy. This is insane. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of well, it. Well, you shouldn't hide it. I'm, I'm really excited. For I wasn't you. hiding it. I just. But, okay, you should have told me. <laughs> I feel. Terrible. No, it's because good. as I say, you, 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 it is a sensitive thing. I, but I, why I, is it a sensitive thing? Because it's because it's very vulnerable, particular first gigs, and it's so different. Even though I've done, I've done five gigs now. Oh well, it's time to tell him then. Yeah, yeah. it's time to get. Well, where, where the hell have I been? Who watched you on them? Oh, random members of. Yeah, you don't. Well, when's the next whoever's one? Whoever's at the pub. But when's the next one? Um, I don't know. Well, can I come to it? Yeah, you, you, you well, can. let's organise a party. <laughs> let's go and do it. That's my worst nightmare. Okay, can, well, can I just quickly ask before we go back to you? What do you what do you walk in and open up with? Can I just get that? That's all I want. Uh, yeah, you, you can come along and watch. Oh no, just watch. just say. I'm not going to do. Uh, I'm not it's, gonna my, it's my worst nightmare. <laughs> doing this <laughs> in, do in a non-comedy context. Really, you have every right to, to tell Jamie. Yeah, to, no, no, to, I, to I would quite. I wouldn't mind doing that. Just walking and saying saying what I would be doing. All right, go on. Do your 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 opener. <clears throat> my opener would be. Um, I would walk on and I would say hello everyone. Uh, I'm uh, Jamie Lang from uh, Made in Chelsea. How are you? And they would then laugh because it's me from Made in Chelsea. And I say I'm trying stand-up comedy, and right. then they would laugh again. And I'd go, so I hope you enjoy this. Um, and I would probably do something like that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my open. I would introduce I'd, myself. I'd say I think you should try it. It's very charming, but there's not a there's not a sledgehammer punch in there yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, but I'm easing my way into it. That's I'm just it. I'm just getting to know the crowd, and then next time I come back, I'll know a bit more. They say it all the manuals. Hey, do not ruin it with a joke within the first three to four minutes. Well, I tell you what. Hey, to all of our listeners, um, go and watch out for France wherever it is. I know you don't want to tell us, but we'll watch out. For but it. also, that's the fun. You don't know. Just go yeah. and support your local comedy club and he might pop I up might pop completely up. Yeah. Um, but Ivor going back to you so when was that moment that you suddenly were like okay I'm going to go and do this uh, it, well it was in my first term at uni because there was a, there was just a, a, a club where new people could try it and I'd gone to it and I'd watched a professional comedian Josie Long who's great uh, and she was being supported by a student called Tom and he was just some 20 year old but he had the very funny 10 minute set all about being a student I was like oh it's there's someone like me who's doing it, and, and he yeah. was really confident, and it went down really well. And so I, uh, I just signed up for the next one, and it was it was it wasn't good the first time, but it was good enough to go yeah. right. Okay, something to work with. So, yeah, you, yeah, so you, you got you got murmurs. You got murmurs. Yeah, I got murmurs. I got heart murmurs. Yeah. So um, did you? So you wrote. So you wrote five minutes to, and then f- five minutes, and yeah. uh, I think was all you were given. And yeah. then, but what's nice is it's a very supportive community. You're always on with a few different people, so people will offer advice if you ask for it, and sometimes even if you don't. Uh, but they might invite if they run a gig, they might say, "Oh, well, you should come and do my gig." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and very quickly, I set up my own gig at Oxford. So then I would invite other comics to come and do that. And it's just very supportive. Yeah, it is mm. very supportive. And it's fun. I mean, you guys have so many comics on the on the on the podcast. Yeah. And you you want you, you know you you ask so many questions about it. It's it's like 
it's, it is an interesting world. But it, but mm. it's but it is it's it's one of the only worlds that I think that I've come across in recent times. Apart from I think um, sort of the on, entrepreneurial world where people are very happy to help one another in business and things like that. But every other world that I've experienced, I'm sure there are loads. Which other ones have you experienced? Like the porn world. But every every they're very supportive in that world. Cutthroat. Yeah, yeah. But that but, type of porn. But every but, but every every world is pretty competitive. It doesn't matter if it's the social media world or, mm. or, 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 or that kind of influence world or the sporting world or whatever it is. They're pretty competitive. But the comedy world is incredibly supportive to the point where even if they're promoting a tour, they will promote their friends' tours. Well, because everyone's on their, on their own journey, right? Mm. I suppose they're... Yeah, but at the same time, you're still fighting for the same thing. You're still fighting for the same kind of goal and the same audiences, I suppose. You're not going to pick your audiences. You're all fine. And, you know, if one person is touring and selling tickets, perhaps that means your tickets won't sell as well as the other people and things like that because they're not going to buy two tickets in a month to the same sort of place. That's exactly it. And you are are aware of that. There are ways in which it's quite competitive and there are ways... I mean, it's, it's just about not letting yourself get into those sorts of thought patterns, really, I think, because it is possible to. Everyone is going for largely spots on the same sorts of TV shows and... Uh, and and you know you you can measure you know who's 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 the headliner and who's the opener on the bill or who's sold more tickets than you know, like there, there are uh, factors but I just think most people just get on with it keep a fairly sort of open mind and and, and um, and get on with each other. But you guys did your first tour this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we did. And that must have introduced you to a little bit of what it's like well, to it, stress about every it, gig in turn. Exactly, and 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 I think definitely um, the the sort of process of refining mm. your material well, that was kind of that i think the That's, tour was yeah. where i got that you know that experience of saying oh, oh i can actually make it better and 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 yeah. do it differently at the next one how did you do it was it a q a what? what was it? Was it an no, actual it was a, show? It was a live was show. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it, was yeah. A, it was like a sketch show, really. I guess kind what? of sort of was a sit- sitcom. Oh, wow. with, and we had we had our bits where we read our diaries. Uh, yeah, and, and as Franz said, we d- we definitely mastered it at the end. And I say the same thing, but I I had to learn to not act myself. I was very much acting myself at the beginning, and and Francis learned his things. And but what was so amazing about it is that. Uh, it was like playing a piano. You 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 know the or or, or when you, if you sing to a crowd, you know the moments where they're all going to start dancing. No, or, you play or, the piano. Yeah, but you know what? It's like a musical. I could literally stand backstage and listen to the note, and I could go one, two, three, and then I could click my fingers, and at that point they would laugh because I knew the notes that were being played within the show, right. which was a really interesting yeah. way to kind of see it. That I would well, honestly, if you're doing something, it was ours was scripted, right? So so we we kind of definitely internalized the scripts, and then towards the end we got we. Got got better at kind of playing around with it because we could we could go off off track and and find our way back to the actual uh, the on 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 the on back on but track it, right but uh but yeah so i i think yeah so then recently obviously me doing these open mics i you know obviously it's all new material but it's it's kind of that momentum that i've sort of wanted to keep it up I'm and you sort so of do the same five over and over, like that's yeah. when people say what would what, what should you do when you start out it's it's really tempting to go be as creative you know write constantly but actually it really is about honing the yeah. the sort of the, the the five minute or the ten minute set so indeed tighter uh, uh, Francis on that note you know you've done some stand up and things like that why don't we have your diary today um, mm-hmm. Rather than my diary, because I don't think we'll. Have you not done your diary? I've done my diary, but maybe I'll save it for another time. I don't feel like we can do two diaries. We've got, we've had too much of either and too much of. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> what, what, a, what a thing to say to a guest. <laughs> sorry, I forgot you were here. <laughs> Ivo's banged on a bit. <laughs> 
I actually was thinking, I thought, well, maybe I've steered the conversation away from myself. I brought up Francis' thing. I don't know. You have. Jamie sat there and like, Ivo keeps chatting. But <laughs> how do we keep Ivo down? <laughs> but Ivo, you are. You're a very, you're a very generous guest. Ivo won't be invited back. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Ivo and Jamie uh, talking well, now, to myself about now, now I feel all like under <laughs> pressure no, to be a funny no. because no, yeah, there's no welcome to the stage Mr <laughs> Francis Poole everybody yeah, yeah. Mr Francis Poole funny this is a stage <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah here we go Francis let's have your diary right. <laughs> propped up against the stage Tuesday are we in Kennington um oh wait Monday sorry great <laughs> <laughs> Call me old-fashioned, but I became a bit startled when I realised this woman that looked a lot like Caroline Lucas was breastfeeding her child in the seat behind me on the train today. <clears throat> it wasn't the breastfeeding in public that disturbed me, it was the fact that the child was conversing with her in fully formed sentences. Hmm. What? Yeah. That's so intense. And the, and the Caroline Lucas comparison, she looked, leader of the Green Party, yeah, of course. She, she looked a lot like Caroline Lucas. Right. Breastfeeding Stuck a four-year-old. Breastfeeding like a, a, a child that could speak. <laughs> If you could imagine such a thing. <laughs> we sure a talking was, child. Was you sure was when is the appropriate point, uh, cut-off point for this activity? Surely at the point at which the child can tell their friends is a sensible start. <laughs> yeah. I, what did you do today? Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know my mum, the one that looks like Caroline Lucas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nuzzled her on the train again. There's that guy from Made in Chelsea who was on the seat next to us. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm an accessory. <laughs> on, Tuesday. Then. That's all Monday. Good, busy Monday. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I don't want to be judgmental, but I'm not sure I would have anything in common with someone who could look at a Boohoo Man billboard and think, shit, you know what? I'm going to buy that. <laughs> What's a Boohoo Man? <laughs> it's a clothing line. It's like a clothing line that all the influencers promote. It's so uh, true. Sh- so you're, you're sticking it to your fellow. We're never going to get sponsored by I them. I don't want to. No. I don't. Good luck. Good luck promoting the Economist for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Tearing up that boohoo check. I guess these are the same people who walk around in those skinny, torn jeans and cuttlefish shoes on their feet. Oh no, there goes another couple. <clears throat> those very long Crocs t-shirts or sandals. No, no, those like Yeezy things. Oh yeah. Oh Christ. <laughs> and those very long t-shirts that look like dresses. They probably also think Grimes is a talented musician. <clears throat> We're really going in today. <laughs> also, this is pure speculation, but something tells me the Boohoo girls wouldn't associate themselves with the Boohoo men in real life. As much as the Boohoo men might like to, of course. The Boohoo <laughs> men. Not to be confused with the Baha men who sung Who Let the Dogs Out. Wednesday. <clears throat> Isn't it annoying when you go into one of those... <laughs> Such a judgmental... <laughs> He's having a really tricky week this week. <laughs> hating everything. <laughs> Really went down this week. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. Isn't it annoying when you go into one of those trendy London members clubs south of the river? <laughs> and they're all wearing boohoos. <laughs> and breastfeeding their seven-year-olds. And, you know, you're washing your hands. <laughs> you're washing your hands in the loo. <laughs> oh, you're washing it in the loo? Yeah, in the, in the right restroom. In. Cut out the middleman. <laughs> And they just don't feel like they're getting any cleaner. And then you realise that you've been wash, you've been using the lemongrass hydrating hand and body balm instead of the, the wash soap. Yeah, that's true. I, I know the feeling. Has, Has this ever happened north of the river or just in the one side? Well, it of the happened river? just now in the, in the loo, actually. Right, I see. Oh yeah, it's t- it's Wednesday today. Yeah. 
No, it's not. It's, okay. it's Thursday. So, oh, shit. <laughs> okay, go, Francis. Uh, that's a, that's, yeah. Is that it? That's, that's all from me. That was funny. I enjoyed that. Livid, livid I enjoyed week. that. That's, from, that's all hey, from me. Hey, Ivo, listen, man, did you enjoy the podcast? Today? Yes, I did, actually. I really did. I, I felt thought, like... Of course, there were some lows. Uh, but I <laughs> thought it was uh, no, it was it was great, guys. I felt like we drifted through your life quite nicely. Well, it's it's very as f- did he. It's very. I think I'm going to sound like my dad again. <laughs> uh, no real plan or structure. Um, I think that um, it's it's quite gratifying to be asked about your life, mm-hmm. undeniably. Um, and you've done a bit of research. Um, we talked about my penis size, which I was very keen to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about our shared past. I'd love to actually bring the Summerfields magazine oh, at I some point that. and have a little bit of a. Well, you've got to come back. Yeah, but then you it's actually hard do. Because you know, we uh, at the very mention of Borva, Francis <laughs> snapped like the jealous <laughs> husband he is. And, uh, so we could possibly talk about that. So maybe not too much school mistake. I'm just going to put out that well, this has been one of my favorite podcasts. I, I Mine thoroughly, too. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Hey, Ivo, listen. Uh, what can we expect coming up from you? Are you touring? Can we? Well, I'm t- doing a tour. I'm doing a tour next year. Maybe I'm going to some of the same venues that you guys went to. Uh, oh, yeah. so, and what's the tour called? Uh, my, it's the name of my last Edinburgh show, which is called Motion Sickness, oh. uh, which is all about my um, life plans. And where can we get tickets from? They're all over the internet, Jamie. Okay. From if your people, website? People, yeah, well, I've got a website. I, I, just yeah. plug away. I know, but I always plug, think... Don't people, just plug it. People can work it out. If they want to come, they'll find a way. I've got a way. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'd love people to sign up to my mailing list oh. because I, I'm very proud of that, actually. Well, that's a bridge too far, actually. We can't, oh, come on, Francis. We can't promote your mailing he list. He gives with one hand and he takes away with the other. And, and how do we sign up to your mailing list? It's a pinned tweet on my Twitter. Okay, I vote. You're, How's you're your being, GDPR? It's like yeah. fucking Cluedo. Just say it. It's just say gone. it. Just say it. This is your chance. Ivo Graham on Twitter. Ivo Graham on and Instagram. Ivo Graham on Instagram. IvoGraham.com for my website. So what can we look forward to on your mailing list? Uh, about once a month, uh, I write, which is not too much. Um, I write about uh, upcoming uh, comedy events, but I sprinkle in just a little bit of life stuff as well. If I've seen a politician's lookalike breastfeeding on a train, <laughs> that's in. If I've, if I've washed my hands with lemongrass south of the river well, that's it it's, it's basically a, a bull knockoff ah. my, hey, can I tell you something very yeah. quickly in my last flat that I lived in we had a copy of Bull's Jewels oh did loo. you yeah. oh no it way was, oh, I it love a, that it, it, wait a lot of people keep it in their loo it's a great loo read that if was you're actually, reading it anywhere else do you know what and, and, and you know what the pass <laughs> on rate for a book like that because lots of people use other people's loos so. yeah, got, got another great bit of analysis yeah. but yeah, either also so I'm glad life does this this is the meaning of life it's a cyclical we've We've joined together after many years of being apart. We've had a fallow time, but now we are together. That's lovely, Jamie. He's used all of his new words. I love it. Hey, Ivo, what we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our audience with something inspirational. (laughs) Um, Listen up, uh, fans of private parts. If someone like me who, let me forget, in 2003 was on the verge of Australasian state greatness, can have all of my potential snatched away by another insensitive career move by my indecisive financier of a father, return me a term late in the bleak midwinter to Eton College, where I would be mocked for the very accent which I was told in Australia wasn't Australian enough, returned to the Seas football team, and uh, largely isolated from the social bucket that was school life. If I can survive this, write emails every week to Dara O'Brien, Stephen Fry, Sandy Toxvig, many of the other titans of the UK comedy scene, 
received no reply and still dared to dream of becoming a stand-up comedian. And just five years later, become one at Oxford University. Then you two, with the same level of financial backing and private education, <laughs> might achieve something similar. All the very best. Hi, mate. Congrats. Thanks, buddy. Yes. We'll see you next week, everyone. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.